Hello, everybody. I'm so sorry to be gone for so long. I know you were missing me so much. I'm in a show right now in downtown Chicago called Lost Wavies. If you want to see it, go see it. It's great. It's fun. Bring the children. So that has been the reason why I've been a bit delayed for this five-minute movie review. However, today, to make up for it, I will not be doing a five-minute movie review. We will be doing our first ever Double Feature. I would think every once in a while I throw in a little double feature. Two movies which are alike in some way that, that I think would be great to compare in a thing. So with this, it will not be a five-minute movie review. It's going to be a ten-minute movie review, but we're going to go back and forth between two movies. And those two movies are Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio and Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. I know this, <laughs> this probably feels like a cop-out, like, oh, it's just two, two animated movies. That's not much alike. But, you know, they're both in the running for Best Animated Feature in the Oscars. I think probably Pinocchio's going to win that, but who knows? But I thought it'd be kind of interesting, since they're kind of the front-runners for that category, to compare the both and see what I got to say. So let our 10 minutes for our first ever double feature begin now. Camera speed. Now, here is a motion picture film. A thousand feet. 16,000 separate photographs. Let's tidy up this tangle of film by putting it on a reel. Let's just do it how we normally do it. Let's start with the writing of these two movies. Let's start with Pinocchio. So Pinocchio's writing, definitely Guillermo del Toro's spin on the Pinocchio tale. What, this is like the third Pinocchio movie that's come out this year? But that's besides the point. The writing of this movie is good. I, I do like it. There's moments where I think del Toro's take on the, on the movie and the writing is very different and good and great choices. However, I just don't think that it pushed it far enough. If you're going to adapt the story of Pinocchio and the way that he did and changed a bunch of things and added a bunch of things in, I think you have to make that for a purpose. And I think a lot of the time in this movie, it just felt like making choices to change up the story for no real reason. For example, just the whole kind of fascism storyline, like, I think something interesting could have really been said there, but it was just kind of added in almost for shock value, I feel, and just tie into something else. I didn't really get the purpose or the message that Del Toro was trying to say. Also, I don't know, maybe this is just a me thing with this movie, but I just didn't feel that much for the characters, and you could tell that that was the point of the movie to kind of add an emotional aspect to the story of Pinocchio, which has always been kind of emotional, but they kind of added, um, trying to really add that in, and I just didn't feel much about the the characters. I don't know why I, I everything was lining up for it to, to work, but it just really didn't work for me for some reason in the writing. Now, I, I'm going to remind you, I do think this is a good movie. I just think the writing kind of misses sometimes. In regards to things that Del Toro added in that I do love, I love the aspect of death in this movie. I think that was so interesting, and I think it just, it just should have been expanded upon more. I think the the creature of, of death or whatever with the, the horns and, uh, God, she was awesome. She was so cool and so well-designed um, and written really, really great. 
I just wanted more of that. It, it just seemed a little confused on what it wanted to be. I think if I was rewriting this movie, I think I would just make some more bolder choices. Not in a way that's like, whoa, kind of like the fascism bit just for, for shock value, but but really just rework the whole story that you're not, not expecting whatever's coming next. Okay, okay. That's enough about the writing about Pinocchio. Let's talk about a little bit about the writing of Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. I'm just going to come out and say it right now. I think Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, is at least one of the best written kids' movies of all time. I think it's incredible. I think it uh, tackles adult themes. I think if you see this with your kid, you're going to love it. You're going to be moved. I think the writing of Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, is the best part. It's so funny, by the way. It is so funny for, like, me and my roommate went to see it, and we're in our 20s, and oh my god, we were laughing so hard at this movie, and it was, it was hilarious. They did a, they do, they do a hardly knower joke in there, and I'm like, that's incredible. Like, who would, who would think to put that in a kid's movie? But it was great. And it was just, uh, there was just so many things about this movie that was, like, kind of surprising the way they, they, they wrote it. There's a moment that really sticks out to me where Puss is having a panic attack, basically. And Perito, the dog new character in this movie, just puts his head on Puss in Boots' lap. And it's just such a wonderful, moving moment. And I mean, these are complex themes and hard stuff for kids to think about. But I think a lot of the time in in modern day society, we think of kids as not able to understand themes like this. And I think that's just wrong. I think they can totally grasp themes. I think it's a universal thing, kid, adult, no matter who you are, to grapple with the concept of death. And I think the character of Puss in Boots is the perfect place to do this. And just the structure of the plot is super fun, super great, very emotional, moving moments, hilarious, Everything you'd want from a kid's movie and more, I loved, loved, loved the writing of Puss in Boots. Okay, let's talk about the acting for a little bit. I don't have much to say about either of these movies because both of them had just incredible voice acting performances all around. I don't think there was really a wink, a wink, a wink, a wink, a weak link in, in either of the movies. Everybody was firing on all cylinders, told the story beautifully. That's really all I have to say about it. Antonio Banderas, of course, was incredible as Puss in Boots. And I just think the overall casting of Pinocchio was so well done. Ewan McGregor as Jiminy or Sebastian J. Cricket was just fantastic and, and a really great choice to make that character and him kind of the narrator of the film. Really great. David Bradley as Geppetto was fantastic. Christoph Waltz as Count Volpe. Just a great decision for that character, by the way. Loved, loved, loved that. I think it's also really funny that Kate Blanchett is in this movie and you don't hear her voice anywhere. And you're like, who is Kate Blanchett in this movie? And I really had no idea that she was in the movie until I kind of watched the documentary about the movie later. And she plays Spazitura the monkey and just makes monkey noises <laughs> in this movie and it was like a whole thing between her and Guillermo that's really really fun and and wholesome so uh, it, uh by the way if 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 you really like Pinocchio 
I would really recommend watching the making of it that's also on Netflix. Really, really cool little documentary they made about the film. Speaking about that documentary, let's move on to our final aspect, the technical wonder, and let's start with Pinocchio. From watching that documentary, I just kind of gained a whole new love for Pinocchio. You know, just basing off the writing, I, I wasn't the biggest fan of this movie, but my lord, the stop motion is unbelievable. Nothing like this has ever been tackled before in the history of cinema. This is incredible. Directorial choices, the the modeling of characters, and the movement, and camera movement, and sets. It is incredible. And seeing how some of the shots were made is just like mind-blowingly amazing. And, and it was totally warranted and needed. It, it just, it wasn't this incredible just for no reason it, it helped tell the story for sure and i think was the perfect medium to put uh, put guillermo del toro's pinocchio in let's talk about the animation of puss in boots as well really great um not expecting it to be this great but it was it was kind of the same style of um spider-man into the spider-verse kind of kind of stuff like that and it was a great choice for this movie i thought it looked really cool there's kind of a scene in the beginning of this movie that's pretty much sole purpose is kind of to show the animation and action where he's fighting this giant. And that is awesome. And the animation specifically in that scene is wow, incredible. And then I can't not talk about Puss in Boots without really talking about the star of the movie that that people really kind of been super attracted to. Not in a sexual way, okay? But that's the character of Death, or the wolf, in this movie. Super, super, super cool. People are saying it's the best villain ever in an animated movie, animated kids movie. I don't know. I can't not agree with that. Incredible. I did want a bit more from him. Just a little bit more. I wish I wish that was that was played upon a little bit more, but but I don't mind it. To keep it short. I I didn't want to get any of the other parts of this movie removed, so I'm fine with Death getting the screen time that he had, but gosh, he is terrifying in this movie. Genuinely, as an adult, he's terrifying in this movie. It may not be great to show your little, little kids this movie because Death is so scary and the way they do sound design and just the way they animate him and how, how it's voice acted is incredible and sinister. And the way he's written is just uh, is just fantastic and has a great ending to the movie as well. But yeah, both m movies in the technical wonder category, sound design, all of that animation is really, really incredible. I think Pinocchio's on a whole, whole different level, uh, really never even seeing something like this being done before. Well, okay, I'm going to give the movie two ratings now. We're at the end of our ten minutes. I'm going to give Pinocchio... An 8 out of 10. I know that's a little light on it, but I give it an, an 8 out of 10 just because of the writing. And then Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Oh, God, it's really hard. I'm going to give it a 9.7 out of 10. Not quite a 10, but damn near it. Okay, everybody, that's our first double 
feature. I hope you guys liked it. It's, you know, it's something different. I thought it would be cool to kind of pack in two five-minute movie reviews into one. I hope you guys liked it. And I just really hope you guys are having such a wonderful week. And I know, man, seasonal depression is real during this time, especially if you live in a in a cold, dark place. So I'm just sending my love out to all of you. And and I hope I hope everybody's doing great. Okay, let's talk about some movies that are coming out this week. Really, really rough week, guys. Rough week. <laughs> Two movies that are getting a wide release are called Distant and Fear. I haven't even heard anything about Distant. Doesn't look great, to be honest with you. Um, and then Fear is a horror movie. And who's 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 releasing this movie? Um, Hidden Empire. But I, that's the, these are the only two movies getting a wide release. And apparently Fear is terrible. It's horrible, apparently. But Close from A24 is getting a really small release here in Chicago. It's just playing at the Music Box. But uh, it looks great, and it's gotten great reviews. It looks touching and moving, and I'm really excited about that one. And then there's Infinity Pool being released by Neon, uh, which is getting a moderate release. And I've heard that's just a great, great movie. Mia Goth and Alexander Skarsgård. Woo, looks great. Looks really spooky scary. Two actors that are really establishing themselves in the horror movie genre, or I guess have already established themselves. Okay, everybody, that is our first double feature. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope everybody just keeps on keeping on, and I love you all. See you guys so soon. Big things coming. (laughs) Bye.